Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. Have you ever had one of those moments where you say something profound and immediately follow it up with, I should probably unpack what that means? Recently, I mentioned something along the lines of working according to the principles of getting work to work. It sounded like an excellent thing to say, but I didn't know what those principles were until I wrote them down. Throughout this podcast, I talk about the need for core values to guide us toward work that matters. How are principles different? If values are the direction we're facing, principles are the actions that propel us forward. I hope this episode inspires you to develop your list of principles to see what motivates your life and work. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 707. Strengths and values are two concepts that have been really helpful for me to understand how I think and operate. But recently, I stumbled upon this idea of principles by accident. I wish I could remember where I wrote it or even said it, but I mentioned working according to the principles of getting work to work. Now, something that you may not know about me is that I like a really smart-sounding statement. I mean, I love saying smart-sounding things. They feel good inside. People often say something to the effect of, wow, you're so smart. And then we both forget what was said minutes later and go about our business. (laughs) But this time, something was different. I couldn't get the idea of having principles out of my head. So I started reflecting on what they could be. The more I wrote, I recognized that they are actionable statements, which are different than strengths or values. As I mentioned in the introduction, values are the direction we're facing, the things we look at. Strengths could be our filters, the lenses that we look at the world with, or even just a worldview statement. So what could principles be? The actions that propel us forward toward goals. Do they define the goals as well? I'm not sure yet, but I'm thinking there is a relationship between action and destination. Maybe. But for now, I'm defining principles as action statements that shape the action we take on our goals and projects. Something I want to mention before I dive into the seven principles of getting work to work is this. I think it's important to note that these principles are not hard and fast rules. To me, they're aspirational statements that I'm going to follow at times, and then other times I'm not going to follow them. Because guess what? I'm human. When I do follow them, though, I operate with a sense of authenticity and in alignment with what I want. And I think the more I can do that, the better off I'm going to be and my work will be. So without further ado, here are the seven principles of getting work to work. Principle number one, work is a positive force of impact on people and the planet. Work is often looked at in such a negative light. I mean, it makes sense when you look at our efforts as a human species and see who profits on it and who often doesn't. But for me, when I look at work, it has the potential to make a positive impact on people. It has a way to bring out what is deep within us, a desire, a motivation, a purpose, and help us to do things that matter to us. 
And to me, that's what I'm looking for with the things that I do. Now, before you think that I'm some weird hippie thinking that I'm going to save the planet, this planet is the only one that we have, and it's the only one that we're able to live on right now. And so work has a way of impacting the places that we live in a positive way. Maybe you have a garden. Maybe you grow trees. Maybe you mow your lawn. Maybe you conserve water. Whatever it is, the work that you do has a positive force of impact on the planet as well. Principle number two. And you've heard this one many, many times. Creativity and curiosity fuel your life. I've ended almost every episode with this statement, and it is probably one of the guiding principles of my life. First, creativity is the things that we do with our hands and our mind. It matters. It is the things that we want to imagine and bring to life. Whether it's painting, photography, filmmaking, podcasting, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the way that you do dishes. It could be the way that you paint the walls of your home. Creativity matters. It is the byproduct of our life. It is the things that we pour into our work. But curiosity is also a critical part of that statement because it is about the way that you look at the world, it is the way that you explore new ideas or new technologies or build relationships with people. It is the growth mindset. It is all of the things that people tell us that we should be doing. What curiosity is not, though, is what we think other people want us to know or do or think or believe. Curiosity is about ourself. It's about finding what matters to us that piques our own interests so that we can then explore it and bring it to others. Curiosity is about sharing as much as it is about bringing things in. The third principle is that life and work are not about balance, but harmony. Sean Askinosi, way back early in this podcast, wrote a book about chocolate, and he talked a lot about life and work as harmony. And this goes against sometimes what people say about finding balance between life and work, so that if life takes more, work takes less. But it's more musical than that. I love this idea of harmony as a way to bring a richness and a depth. Not just one is more than another, but they operate on the same level as one another and create different shades, different textures, different feelings, different emotions. Balance is is less evocative and more transactional, whereas harmony just reflects more of what life and work is. It's story, it's song, it's beauty. And that's not represented in balance. And that's what I mean by harmony. Principle number four is that iterative action is the best way to learn and grow. If there is a principle that people wrestle with the most that I've discovered, it's this one. Recently, my wife wanted to learn audio editing and production. So I told her the best way to do that is through iterative action, and that is having a weekly podcast. And so she dove into doing this, and she's starting her own podcast. And she's learning through this iterative process of writing, recording, editing, publishing. It doesn't matter what you want to learn. 
taking those iterative steps, you're going to learn, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to succeed, you're going to fail, and then you're going to do it again and pour all that learning back into the process. So whatever it is you want to learn, find the way to do it over and over again. The fifth principle is that doing your best, even if it's not good enough, is better than doing nothing at all while you define, refine, and perfect your plan. This is similar to number four, but it's, it's a little bit different because it's about doing what you can with what you have, no matter what. Because when you're trying to perfect an idea, when you're trying to seek perfection, you're going to be afraid to take any step at all. And, and I find that over time, I want to be known for taking those chances as opposed to doing nothing at all. What about you? What is it that you are chasing with your ideas, with your creativity? Well, go out there and do the best that you can with the limited information that you have. Because as Marie Forleo likes to say, everything is figureoutable. And in that regard, almost everything is fixable. There's some things that you can't fix, but you can fix most things. Principle number six is that community is built through support, encouragement, and accountability. Now, notice that community is not about feedback. Community is not about criticism. Community is about supporting one another. It's about being someone who shares what other people are working on, whether that's on social media or in your newsletters or, or just saying, hey, I love what this person is doing, sending them an email, giving them a phone call, a text message, whatever it is. Support is the number one way to build relationships which form community. But encouragement is that next step. It's not saying, here's how you could do it better. It's just saying, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep doing it. Because being a creator is hard. It's exhausting, especially the longer you do it and the older you get. You need more and more encouragement. But sometimes you do need accountability. So find those people whose voices really matter most to you so that when you are struggling to reach your goals, when you're struggling to have these principles guide you, that they say, hey, remember these principles, remember your values, remember your goals. The seventh principle is this. Success is not a one-hit wonder. It's the pursuit of a creative vision until the very end. I think a lot of people want that one-hit wonder, whether you're a musician, a filmmaker, whatever it is. We are motivated to get those views, get those listens, thinking that that's going to lead to long-term success. But it doesn't. It is the iterative action. It's doing your best. It's all of these things. All of these principles are reflected in this last one. Because at the very end of our life, when we look back, do we want to see one perfect song or a vast breadth and depth of body of work that just blows your mind that you were able to accomplish this throughout your entire career? That to me is what I want. I think it's important to say before I end this episode that while I have seven principles, because hey, I like <laughs> seven is a great number, but there might be more. I might consolidate, refine, edit, but that's the point. Life changes and evolves as we live. 
and as we work and as we meet people and as people fall away. So I encourage you, write down your principles and put them into action and see what you create. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.